It is another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes of Shoreline Church. Jason, welcome. Welcome to the show. Glad fear, you're here. I fear that we started off the show poorly already. I, I think we did. Uh, for those of you that um, are joining us, we're so glad that you've chosen to hang out with us today. Uh, I was trying to signal to Andrew as we begin the show this afternoon that I needed my headphones to be turned up a bit. And I am on um, station four, and I say station, meaning kind of which set of microphone and headphones uh, that I'm at. And I am at station four, and yet I signaled over to Andrew from across the room with the number two. Yeah, I don't know why uh, he did that. <laughs> I don't know. Because I so, turned number two So up. he graciously turned up number two. It was almost as if I was throwing a peace sign yeah, to you. Yeah, because that's what you do. Right. You know, hey, you're so, a, you're so a man then of the I, 60s. So then as he was continuing show prep, I had to uh, then try to get his attention again yeah. and then had to throw the number four to him, yeah. to which he then um, frustratingly gave me a thumbs up. Yeah. And I appreciate uh, that. So thank you, Andrew. You're welcome. My apologies. We might just need to start the whole thing. No, we won't no, start we, the whole we thing. Won't, I, you know, I think it's a uh, – are we seeing the light at the end of the tunnel? Man. I think we're there. Do you think so? Do you feel that? Do you I, sense it at all? I, I, do sense, uh, I do sense there is definitely some things that are going to be changing for uh, what I hope is going to be the betterment of a lot of folks. Man, I, I tell you what, like obviously we do not want to – uh, do anything to diminish the health uh, impact that COVID has um, had on so many people uh, around the globe. But I, I will say that I am just hearing more and more folks that have been impacted. Certainly, you know, there's people that have been impacted by their, uh, you know, related to their employment and things of that sort. But even to a greater degree, just how how isolated a lot of people have felt. Um, you know, I I, I yesterday. As we're trying to continue to make some decisions, there will be no breaking news on today's show. Um, you know, but like just, just like the complexity of it all and, and feeling a little bit like, Hey, well, there, there really isn't an end in sight when it comes to, uh, or, or I should say it doesn't feel like a, a quick end in sight when it comes to some of these restrictions, like, yeah. Wow, you know, are we really going to be looking at phase one, phase two, phase three of uh, worship services where everyone is supposed to be wearing a mask? And, you know, in phase one, they put out uh, restrictions on singing or, or you know, their guidelines. The nursery, and, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. all this other stuff. And, and so I think that is the piece that can be really taxing for a lot of folks. Um, again, people that may be single or people that are a little bit older or people that that aren't being able to interact maybe because of limitations with technology. I mean, whatever reason, there's a lot of isolation. There is an increase in depression. Uh, unfortunately, we've seen numbers like suicide that have increased. I mean, there's, there's, you know, Domestic uh, abuse. Violence. That's yeah. exactly a lot of that stuff. And so I'm very hopeful that the light at the end of the tunnel is at least being seen to bring some respite in those terms. You know, I, I recognize that. You know that the sad thing is that there's a lot of people that were furloughed, furloughed, but there's also a lot of people 
they just straight up lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the companies are quickly going to hire them back. I yeah. mean, so they're now trying to find employment in a depleted workforce, you know, however, um, you know, our hope is the economy booms back. And so I, I don't know. How, how do you feel yeah, about it? I feel that we are, um, here's, the, here's my thing. For a long time, there seemed like there was no plan. Right. And so when, right. when it seems to me, a guy that like is following this probably way too closely from a political standpoint, that there, when it seems like there's no plan, then there's no possible way for me to go, hey, there's a light at the end of this right, tunnel. Right. When, when I hear governors from different parts of the country saying, well, we can't really open things back up until we get a vaccine, or I hear governors say, that was, uh, that I, was concerned. I mean, that's insane. Or I hear governors say, this could be on into 20, late 2021. This, you, you hear governors say that, uh, life as we know it will never go. I'm, I'm like, well, hold, <laughs> hold on a second. And so you hear those things and you go, okay, well, there is, there's no light at the end right. of the tunnel. And, right. and what we have seen over, especially locally, what we've seen over the last few days is county mayor Jacobs, city mayor Kincannon, actually a Democrat and a Republican come together and put a plan together. Right. What a crazy, crazy thought that our Republican, very conservative, almost libertarian right. county mayor can can sit down with our city progressive mayor and go, hey, we need to put a plan together. Now that doesn't mean that the plan is perfect. Certainly right. not. Right. But what it does mean is at least they talked with each other. I do appreciate and, that. And 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 so as we as we see these things, and then we have even more confusion. Last night when the governor came out with talking about a new executive order, well, if you and I had to send a text to a friend to be like, hey, this is my understanding. I need some clarification. Right. But that executive order. Uh, pertains to like 89 counties, right? Not Knox, N- N- Davidson, and 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 so on. It because we have our own county health department, and so I at first I thought, oh, so our mayors did all that work and they're just well, gonna have well, to rip it you up. know, and there was there was a statement that came out from uh, I guess was the attorney general uh, yeah. or you know or in uh, uh, the state attorney general that that. Um, you know that that's oh, at initial read was like wait did this overturn like that the mm-hmm. local officials have the authority uh you know in these big six or big yep. four you know wh- whatever it is um it, but 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 and that's my understanding there had been some kind of rogue behavior in cities that were not ours no. <laughs> uh you know some rogue behavior in cities that were not ours that the governor needed to just at least communicate yeah. Hey, I have the authority yeah. to take back some of these powers. And so again, that's one of those things I had to get back to the bottom of and reach out yep. to some of our local officials and say, give me some clarity here. It is funny. And I, I have nothing, um, but support. When I say support, I mean, um, we, we really do want them to succeed. Absolutely. I, uh, Regardless of where I, they I, fall. Exactly. Politically, we right. want them to succeed. And, and I certainly am going to align with one more than the other. <laughs> uh, you know, but as you look at our city and our county mayors, um, yes, they did put together a, a joint, um, you know, set of guidelines. Mm-hmm. And it is funny. I, you know, and I agree with you that, that sometimes, um, you just need a plan. Uh, there, there is some, some parts of the plan that you're like, is this a little too detailed? You know, yeah. it almost, it, but, but we all know, um, if it's not detailed, sometimes what happens. Yep. Um, but there are some things that, that at initial read could feel a little bit, um, contradictory of one another, maybe, or, or not even contradictory. How about I'll put it this way? 
It feels like I could literally go through the document and highlight this one came from <laughs> yeah. this party. Oh, for sure. This one came from this party. There's this no one question. came from this leader. Yeah. This one came from this leader. However, again, we are really, we're wanting our community to succeed. And so I applaud their efforts to try to put something but, together because it's complicated. I mean, like, you know, I've said to you, our church is, is, is nowhere close what it feels like to, um, kind of city boundaries. However, we are annexed into the city because we run up and down Pellissippi Parkway and the city years ago, maybe wisely, uh, went and annexed some of those, ac- some of that acreage right off the exits in order to increase tax dollars. And so how weird would that have been if we had different city guidelines from what we had as county guidelines? So again, I applaud their efforts. It is just um, a, a bit um, humorous at times. Well, and, and here's the thing, too. I think, and, and let me know if you've experienced this, too. Yes, as, I have. As, I, oh, sorry. As, a, as, as someone that, you know, I even sometimes I, I get uncomfortable saying that we're leaders, but the, the fact remains that is where we are currently in our in our <laughs> professions. I'm, we, I'm, I'm sorry for that. We are uh, we are leaders in, in, in where we serve, and so – there, there's times where I'll be honest. This is where some of my insecurities come in. Where I go, man, it'd be nice if somebody else would just make the decision. Like if if the if the county or the governor would just come out and say, "Hope has to close," right? And then I'd go, oh, yeah. "Well, look, folks, I did everything I could do, <laughs> Shoo! but I mean, we have I, to close." I, and, I, <laughs> you you want to be a, it, 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 whether you agree with it or not. It's not bad to have that martyr option in the for back, sure. Your, and, your back so, and so and so there. <laughs> So when when some of these things come out and you're like, oh, that that doesn't really affect what we're doing, we're going to have to come up with our own plan. Right. That's where that's where leading gets tough. That's where your team matters. That's where conversations matter. And, and sometimes what it seems like, uh, what we get out of government entities at times is. My, my first question, if I was a reporter, which would never happen, if I was a reporter at a press conference, my first I'll question. I'll tell you what. How about, just for a moment, okay, let's stop for a moment. I'm going to be Mayor Jacobs okay. because we naturally look a lot sure. alike. We sure. have the same physique. Yeah, you're the size of like one so, of his right. legs, I'll yes, be his well, other leg. Well, I mean, we don't have to get into the details. <laughs> but I'm for the moment, and Mayor okay. Jacobs, okay. you're going Perfect. to ask me the question. Perfect. Okay. Mayor Jacobs, also yes. known as Kane. Yes. Uh, I love you. First off, my first vehicle was named Big Red Machine because of you, and I appreciate you for that. I appreciate that, Second, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, that's what I would lead with. Yeah. And then he would say, shut your mouth. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, let me know say your that. role. Let me say that. <laughs> shut your mouth, yeah. Andrew. Okay. And, and then I would say, uh, Mayor Jacobs, uh, I, I've looked at your plan. I've looked at the plan laid out b- by you and, and Mayor King Cannon. And first, I want to say I'm appreciative of the fact that y'all got together and, and, and came up with a plan. My second question, though, would be, as we move forward, what type of conversations are you having with business leaders and and church leaders and community leaders outside of the government, talking to people that are on the ground doing this work every single day? What kind of conversations are you having with them? Were they involved in the plan? Uh, because I think that matters. Yeah, and I, so I'm going to shift back into Jason's voice. Yes, yeah, I yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to be the mayor. Uh, you know, uh, he, he's more than capable of sure, speaking. Absolutely. You know, I, I do think maybe that is um, a tad bit of the frustration that that we have experienced. And I, I'll speak at least for some pastors that I know that we have been communicating a lot throughout sure. all of this. And you know, there is that piece of uh, to your point. I'm not saying that I want anybody to tell me that I have to do necessarily anything. However, 
this kind of like, hey, you're free to open. Well, when you read that, uh, you know, in a headline, everyone's like, okay, great. Yeah. So there's this expectation that the church is going to open because there is a contingency of people that are ready and they're not cautious 100%. or they're not concerned or yeah. they're not um, apprehensive or whatever that may be. And, um, and, and, and so there's that group of folks out there and they read that headline. However, then you start looking into it and you're like, okay, so now we've created an expectation to provide services for our folks. But then I start looking at the guidelines and we don't want to stand against guidelines. Right. We don't want to do things. Well, the last thing you want to do is meet and then have cops or somebody show Correct. up and go, you're not meeting the Correct. guidelines. Or the last thing that I want to do is be culpable for a bunch of people getting sure. sick. 100%. You know, and, yeah. and so, uh, there, there's that, that side of it. And, and so you start looking at it you're like, well, wait a minute. I mean, yeah, we can meet, but is it even really going to, I mean, is it going to, do we have enough of the, the decision that we are trying to make? And I'm not going to, you know, sure. show our, our cards right now. But the big question that I keep going back to is, do we have enough people that want or need the experience that we can provide to them in order to warrant doing it? Meaning like, how many people really want to come into a room, not interact with each other, yep. wear masks, don't sing, and and basically be dismissed almost you know family to family, which some state guidelines have. That's not fortunately been right. in ours, but I mean it's those type things. Like is you know don't gather, don't embrace, don't 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 you know uh, loiter in any type of communal space. Like how many people really need or want that type of experience? Well, and which, that's the real question that we're trying to figure out. Which would also mean for for my family, I would have to tell all four of my kids. Do not run over there to that other family. No. Do not run over there to your buddy, <laughs> which is impossible. I said to someone yesterday, I remember, unfortunately, my kids are a little bit older. Uh, I don't think these would be issues now, you know, but, but when my kids were younger, let, let's, let's be really honest. I struggled for them to keep their pants and shoes Absolutely. on more or less a mask. Yeah. Oh, you no, know, and happen. so I'm going to be able to get them in a room together and they're going to be able to keep their distance and keep a mask on. And not sing when you know when when maybe uh, uh, something's being played or something of that sort. That's tough stuff. Very tough. We'll talk more about it when we come back. I think we could change the the lyrics to that song. Uh, I dare you to cough. Yeah. I dare you to get within six feet of me. I dare you to sneeze in yeah. public. Yeah. Wow. What a Who crazy time. Switchfoot. Switchfoot. Yeah. Yep. I, I've heard I've heard that they have switched feet, in fact. Huh. You know that? Now they're switch right foot. <laughs> That's that was a stretch. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, man, so, 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 I've missed major news here. <laughs> so oh, let's let's uh let's go back to what we were talking about earlier. First off, I do want to say, look, we, you know, we 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 make light of some things, but we are grateful for uh, our county mayor, our city mayor. They're, they're doing the best. The, the governor, they're doing the best that they can with the Absolutely. data they have in front and, of them. And I do not envy the position. Oh my gosh! I mean, it is a it all. is a no win. It doesn't matter what they do. If they came out tomorrow and said everything's open, go back to normal, there's going to be a large swath of people that are upset about that. If they came back tomorrow and said we're going to continue the safe at home, a lot of people are going to be upset about. It. There's no winning. And, of and this. my hunch is that even uh, for for them, even uh, they even recognize, uh, you know, when when you put something out. I mean, for all of us, every time you put something out or 
or anytime you try to make a decision that has so many layers of complexity and so many different applications, they're not unaware that some of these things are like, well, I, I just, just go with it. Just try to, just try your best. You know, I mean, I, they, I think they really do. I think they're probably aware at parts that like, yeah, that's going to be hard to, well, to accomplish. You, you know, there's you know. people on staff going, we can't do that. <laughs> and then there's other people going, I know we can't, but so, what, what so, else are we going to do? So again, you know, in fact, I, I even talk, uh, I, uh, recorded, um, my, my sermon already for the week, um, that will, that will be played, uh, you know, for our online services on Sunday. And, uh, we are not, I can tell you this, we are not going to be meeting, uh, for actual worship gatherings on Sunday, May 3rd. If any of you listeners are curious, that for sure decision has been made. However, um, I, you know, I was going ahead and recording the, the, the sermon and we're talking about servanthood and I'm talking about how, I, I, I really do believe that the church is at risk right now. Now, I've, I've, I've said over the last several weeks, I think we have our, one of our greatest opportunities that we may ever have to really gain ground for the kingdom, to um, to kind of push back the gates of hell, to, I mean, to really um, to advance. And yet, I said, basically, and I'm going to go ahead and just let the cat out of the bag with my sermon a bit, you know, but I said... As much as the, the Lord is doing to grow his church, the enemy is working to destroy it. Mm-hmm. And I, I do fear that um, there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of shaming. I fear there's going to be a lot of people that are saying your actions are reckless. And some people are going to say you're full of fear. And, and you know, and, and there's going to be some people that, that choose not to be respectful of people's need or desire for um, caution, you know, meaning, yep. hey, I'm going to barge up into your space. Hey, I'm going to not wear the mask. Hey, I'm, and that's going to create division. Uh, and I even said, and so I, I want to be, again, just try to kind of um, shade what we're about to say here is that, you know, it's it's easy at times to to, to kind of create a, a almost a, a root of bitterness in our hearts connected to what we perceive as inconsistencies by people. You know, you're like, wait a minute. So you you have this conviction you won't do this, but I saw you overdoing this, you know, or you yep. just you've been celebrating this on Instagram, but you're not going to go back and work from the office, but you can go to the park and you know like yeah, you were at Home Depot. Yeah, like I, I'm I'm a little confused. So I, so I, I'm going to be careful in that. Our our goal is not to try to uh, rip anybody down. We're going to have a light lighthearted discussion for a moment about just things that you read in the guidelines that you're like. I'm confused about this. What what did you read initially? The biggest thing is my family is my wife and my kids, a family of six. But my mother-in-law lives with us, and so she goes everywhere with us. So we're a family family of seven. So so if we go out to eat, it's going to be seven. It's going to be a party of seven. If we go anywhere, it's it's seven. We got Dollywood season passes. Right. Seven people, which is which, good. man, that's a tough. Gracious. That yeah. is a tough deal. And so, and so, all of this is everything I see. I, I'm a party of seven guy, and and then I look at the parameters. It's like, hey, fifty percent <laughs> capacity at restaurants. No more than six people can eat together. And I'm like, well. The Wood family is seven. So I thought I read something about ten. Was there a ten? No, in those ten. Numbers? Ten is not to do a restaurants. Ten is for gathering. Okay, okay. And so, I, I, and so, I know other fam- I know other families that, uh, you know, it's the church van crew sure. that that have more than seven. Yeah, they, have, they actually and, have the only people that have more 
family members than you do actually have shows on <laughs> second-rate cable stations. Right, absolutely. Uh, you know, but I mean, we don't have so, to point out that. But they couldn't go eat together, and 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 it's it's or will we go in and, and just like we were talking off air? Is there is it just family, or could I say, hey, we want to go with Jason and Carrie? And, and and another yeah, couple. Don't, don't don't ask me to do. You that. know if we. But but are you allowed? How are they going to prove? <laughs> oh well, y'all and, aren't family. And then the great y'all thing don't that, live together. The thing that when I kind of look at this, uh, you know, and again, you, you, I, I really do think it's a do the best you can sure. type stuff, you know. But but yeah, like I I think that if if they didn't know, I mean, they could maybe say, well, there's probably not. You know, uh, three, three, we're uh, brothers, we're, we're not we in, live together. We're not, yeah, we're not in Utah. <laughs> you know, this is, uh, you know, but they could, but, but in theory, you could potentially have t- three couples, yeah. um, sitting at a table quite close to one another and taking their masks off to eat a meal. However, the guys in the back that are preparing the meal need to be six feet apart if they can. Which, you know, I've, so. I look, I, some, some background of me, I, when I was 15 years old, I was one of the cooks at Cooter Browns in Lewisburg, Tennessee. I thought for sure you were going to say Cracker Barrel, but nope. Cooter Browns even feels more uh, on and so, brand. And so we were open Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, uh, which I learned when I turned 16. I was like, oh, this is like ruining any of my social. <laughs> so I quit that job. But but I was a cook for a time. It's impossible to be six feet from from each other. You're right, like you're right beside each other in the kitchen. Right, so let's just stop the show for just a moment. Because obviously, you know, we're talking about COVID, but I think there's been a pressing issue that has arisen here. I need to know exactly what you were entrusted with to cook <laughs> yeah. at age 15 yeah, for not, any paying... I'm not real sure any, why they hired any me. Any paying, uh, you know, guest. What, what exactly were you entrusted to cook at here's, age 15? Here's what I did. When I came in, they... Uh, and I'm, I'm going to give you an insight to some of the. Well, give me an insight into Cooter Browns. With. So uh, Cooter Browns was one of the nicer restaurants of of my small town. That it didn't last long, but it it was really good food. Uh, probably a step above, uh, you know, a, a Shoney's. Uh, but but like a a good. I, my home, my town just didn't have options, and so this was an option. Like it, it was like, good. Wh- how how broad was the menu? Or is it more Pretty like a broad. Meat, like a no, meat and no, three? No, it was it was bigger. Than, I also worked. I washed dishes at a meat and three. Uh, but this I, was. I won't even ask what the name was of it was. Marvin's, uh, of course. Uh, yeah, and and so uh, <laughs> they. <laughs> yeah, and so so Cooter Browns. I was I made. Uh, like I would batter the fish. Okay. Um, and then, so and then I wanted to prep. Right. Now I wanted to learn how to make hush puppies. And there was a guy in there. He was the dad of a, somebody that I went to school with. So he was at the time probably in his forties, maybe fifties. Uh, and I'm a 15 year old, you know, just wanting to learn everything. What can I do? How can I do this? How can I do that? And he looked at me and he went, Andrew, now this is a 50 year old man. That should be mentoring I'm, I'm me. I'm so excited. He said, because uh, I said, hey, can you show me how to make hush puppies? I'd love to be able to learn how to do other things in here. And he went, Andrew, if I could give you any advice, don't learn how to do anything. The more you learn, the more they're going to want you to do. Oh, my. And I went, oh, that, <laughs> that doesn't seem like good advice. And and this, my friend, <laughs> is why you work at Crazy Cooters or whatever. The Cooter Browns. Cooter Browns. Crazy Cooter. That is, uh, that's uh, from uh, Dukes, Dukes of Hazard. Hazard. Yeah, Crazy Cooter. Oh, this is, this is Lost Sheep. Little Bo Peepy got your ears on. Oh, I got Crazy Cooter in here. But that is, that's exactly what that is. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it was interesting. So, so let's also just take a quick moment and acknowledge Dollywood. Man. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. So, man. so did you all use? Did you all have season passes? 
We do. We haven't okay. been able to use them at so all. So did you use them at all? Like, you, did you do any of the, like, where you purchase in December and you get to use no, them? No, we, like, we had them last okay. year. Okay. Uh, for half the year, the end of the year. And then we got new ones. The big Christmas present for the family was we got yep. season passes to Dollywood and Splash Yeah, Country. same story for us. And you're talking about, I was looking at it, like, I think it was end up being like 1200 bucks. It is or not cheap you know? for a family. And, and so I could, I don't want to disseminate misinformation, but Carrie was checking on it. And they basically encourage people to not ask for refunds. You know, just I, I mean, to, just I get to, it. Just to put it to the next year. Yeah. And that's hard. It is hard. We'll, we'll talk be more back. about that when we come back. <laughs> so as we as we continue this conversation. One, Maybe one, we shouldn't continue the conversation we were in. Probably not. Because we were talking about Cooter Brown's yeah, restaurant. Not. Man, you know, if any of my buddies back in the day are listening, they remember Cooter Brown. And we were talking about Dollywood, which I love to talk about Dollywood, but it's hard. This is, is that tough, is a hard man. emotional moment for me to to talk about the Dollywood. Uh, you know, I don't know when they're going to open up, and oh, they're yeah. again they're they're asking people to not kind of with you know ask for full refunds if they can avoid it because they they really could use the cash flow and to keep you know just keep those passes for the next year it seems like and so. Man, that's hard stuff. I don't want to see Dolly in any hardship. She's she's a well, not a state just treasure. not just that. It's the the amount of people they employ every yeah, year. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it, it is just a uh, yeah, and and and, <clears throat> and as you and I both know, I mean, a lot of those folks are you know yeah. retirees, and and I can't imagine they just have tons of cash flow, and so well, you know, that and 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 because of them being retirees, they would be part of the vulnerable. Yeah. So if you did open back up, would you have them running a a, a right. ride? You know. I, and, and so as we as we think about that, there's other things that uh, that go into play in 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 kind of a routine we've gotten in. This is what I was telling you off the air that we've we've gotten in a routine. We were probably eating out two or three times a, a week in the evenings uh, before this, right? And so now this has occurred. We've been eating at home every night. And and I told Aaron this week, I was like, I kind of like that routine, yeah, and, and that. it's saving us money and and. Uh, and so we'll do takeout every now and then, but will we go back to just the two or three times? And I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if we'll do that. Um, and, and so what's that going to do to the economy? If families are like, hey, we got a new routine and we right, kind of like this routine, yep. why are we going to get out of that? So, um, yeah, let, let's talk. Um, one thing we didn't finish that conversation. Was there any other thing that you read? Because most of our listeners, with the exception of our global audience, you know, which I'm sure we have, uh, you know, most of our listeners are in Knox County, Knox City, uh, you know, or City of Knoxville, um, one of those. And so uh, was there anything else that you read the guidelines that you're like, I just didn't understand or it felt a little wonky to you? Well, to me, the uh, I saw like the governor said he's going to urge people to wear a mask. Um, that's not a requirement, which from a constitutional standpoint, I, I appreciate uh, I think you're going to get some pushback on, yeah. on wearing masks. Even yeah. uh, I, I immediately reached out to my barber and was like, "Hey, so May first, you're going to be cutting hair? Is that is that, is that what yeah. we're doing? Because yeah. I'd like to get on the schedule." And uh, and then he posted last night, you know, you'll be wearing a mask, I'll be wearing a mask to to whoever's right. got an appointment with them. And and so, but there's going to be some pushback of, of people like I, I'm not wearing a mask, yeah. I, you know. And, and so and that's the thing that I it's going to be interesting. And that's where you know it gets into I, I I didn't really have a ton of other stuff. I think you, there were several things that you had to read, you know, multiple times to try to kind of discern exactly right. what it was. And 
you know, I mean, the language as it relates to churches is very strong when it comes to like must wear masks, sure. must do this, must do this. And, um, and so, so it, so then I, you know, you reach out to somebody locally and you're like, Hey, can, can I get it? And they're like, well, you know, remember these are guidelines. And you're like, well, guidelines don't say must, you right. know, like I, I'm, I'm confused. And, and I, a guideline I, would say urge. Yes, exactly. Encourage. You. Yes, exactly. Right. And so there's that. I think that's though. And, and so we'll, we'll kind of put that conversation behind us. I, I really do think that this for us as um, believers is something we have to be really mindful of. You know, that, that thing that you just described, which is there's going to be, you know, what if you go to the barber and the barber just has no, like, like has no reservations at all. Like, in fact, the barber thinks I'm not, (laughs) I'm not projecting viewpoints on your barber, you know, uh, meanwhile, your barber's listening. Like, I don't believe that. Shut up, man. You know, no, you know, but like, let's, let's say the barber wholly believes this is all conspiracy to get Trump out of presidency, you know, and like, this is, uh, you know, way overblown and, and, uh, you know, that, that's their viewpoint. And so they're not going to wear a mask. Well, you show up and like, let's say you, you are, you're vulnerable, you know, like, but hey, like I, I need to, I need to get a haircut because I'm on a bunch of business calls and I need to look presentable. Sure. And, and, and yet I have a weakened immune system possibly. You go in and you're like, Oh, wow. Like you've, you projected that on me, you know, yeah. like, and I don't mean like projecting germs. I'm like, you projected your, and then immediately you've got like that client is like like frustrated or bothered or then you know maybe I mean that that is the thing that I get concerned about and it could just as easily go the other direction you know like uh, you know we we got a phone call from uh, one of our folks who works in um, in you know big um, I'm trying to to, to be uh, a little vague on purpose here. But kind of big um, retail when it comes to outdoor, uh, you know, stuff. So, so you know, you got the big box stores that that are providing, um, you know, everything. Kind of the the Lowe's, the Home Depot's, right, right. the Aces, that those type of things. You know, so so he works in one of those, and uh, you know, he was just talking about how he's having a really really hard time, and and you know, to this this week may feel a little bit different to some as it did three weeks ago. But he's like, you know, like I'm, I'm having to work nonstop because I mean, these places are slam packed. Yeah. Uh, I'm having to work nonstop and I'm, I'm wearing a mask, trying my best to, to not get sick and to not pass on any type of sickness to my family. But, but this is deemed an essential business. So I'm having to work here. And yet there's people that he knows and, and people that are even a part of our fellowship. That, that are not just going into the place, but they're like enjoying it as like a, a Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. out. I'm not talking about like I'm going into the store <sighs> in order to get something. Like they're like, you know, brainstorming. I might build a, <laughs> I might build a, uh, you know, a, a tree house for the kids. Let me just kind of walk around and consider what that might yep. be. I mean, that is the stuff that we're going to have to be really, really careful of. I cannot give you a prescriptive list of like, here's the things or here's the ways that that, that, you know, you're not going to offend anybody or that you're not going to be taking on the role of a servant for people. But man, I just got to tell you, we've got to be keenly sensitive well, to Well, and, and, and two, during these times, some people, maybe a lot of us, are going to be on edge. Right. And so there, there may be something little that occurs that pushes someone. No doubt. And, and so no we got to be prepared for that. And so if, if, 
if somebody in your circle has blown up at you, there's a good chance there's other things going on. Or if somebody yeah, and, in they, your, and they blew up potential on something that had nothing to do with COVID, nothing to do. Right. And so these are things that we're going to have to be aware of. Even somebody the other day, uh, Aaron is working on a piece of furniture for somebody, and so they brought it to the house. And and we get the piece of furniture outside, out of the back of the truck, whatever. Um, d- don't get close to anybody. But but one of the people with them ran up and gave Aaron a big old hug. <laughs> And so I'm sitting there. Which is, again, sweet that they love Very sweet. Much, and I'm sitting there going, what have you and in done? no time ever would I think this. I'm going, I can't believe she just hugged her. The audacity. How dare you? What kind of selfish jerk and so, are you? And so yeah. I uh, kicked her out and said, you got to get out of my yard. And no. you actually then set the piece of furniture on fire. Right in front of her. After you take it. That's what you get. We yeah. are not hugging. We will this. burn Utica <laughs> to the ground. So, so as we, but, but it's those little things that I'm like, what do you do? Do you, Aaron used to work with this, this person and they, they haven't seen yeah, each other sure, in years. Sure. And so what do you do? Do you go, you can't hug me. Do you go, where have you been? But do you boom. have a fever? But that quick, it, right. that's was where no the enemy, it. and that is where the enemy wants to create division yeah. among people. You know, and like, that wasn't, she wasn't no, being hateful or, no. or I, shoot, I did that. We've got, we have a, one of our sweetest, I mean, and I, I will tell you, I did this. I'm going to, this is my, mm. this is my one like major faux pas I have made. Um, I think over the last several weeks, you know, I've been pretty, yeah, very um, much. I, I've really tried to follow the guidelines and we've been really, really cautious, but we had some dear friends. Um, they stopped by, it was Sunday Easter afternoon. Okay. Uh, and, um, and they have a, a, a boy who's now a, a teenage boy. Um, but we've known him since he was a baby and he has Down syndrome and he is the sweetest on the entire planet, like just straight up sweetest ever. And, um, and he delivered some donuts, Easter donuts to our front door and he rang the doorbell and, and he was handing the donuts out, you know, like, like just giving us the box. And I just, I just literally just grabbed him. I just hugged him and you could tell, I mean, he was like aware enough to know I'm not supposed to be doing this. And he just kind of kept his <laughs> arms out. Sweet boy. Um, and, and I was like, Oh, I was that guy. And yeah. that's just who your folks were. Your, your yeah, friends it's, were. It's not. Yeah. It's, and that's what we're going to have to be mindful of. Uh, and, and, and yeah, that's, that's going to be tough <laughs> and it's not going to be easy, but that, but that's what's going to happen even. Uh, whenever churches open up, there are going to be some folks that want that big old hug. Yep. Immediately. I mean, and it says, do not embrace. And, do and there's not... going to be folks yeah. that run to you, uh, like the prodigal son Correct. is back home. Correct. And they're going to meet you there and you're not going to want that hug. Correct. And they're going to give you that hug. Correct. And they're going to sh- want to shake your hand. They're going to pat you on the back. They're going to do all of those things. And so how are we going to respond when they're not being hateful? No. Uh, now there are some folks that are going the other direction as far as, uh, just out of spite. Doing I'm going to make a statement. I said in this sermon, this is not the time to prove that you're right. Absolutely. This is the time to prove that you love. Yeah. And this is not the time to make a statement outside of anything besides I love you and I'm going to care for you and serve you and, and try to, try to, to, to be as mindful of you as possible. This is not, Hey, I don't believe any of this stuff, so I'm coming out, you know, just just wide open. You're like, no, no, that's that's. Well, not even open. even scripture shows us that, that Paul says there are times where believers will put liberties on the shelf, correct, so that the gospel will advance. Right. Now, what does that mean? That means that that in some settings 
what you're doing is not sinful, but it might make your brother sin. Right. And so we as believers are, are willing to put our liberties on the shelf at times. And I know that makes people uncomfortable. Right. But let's be reminded, but, but we, we are a larger, lead, a, absolutely. a larger kingdom. And right. so are we willing at times to to put some things aside so that we can love our neighbor better? And, and those are the questions that we're going to have to wrestle with moving <laughs> forward. And it's not going to be easy. As you know, I've been recording. We've been pre-recording uh, my messages. Uh, we just determined sure, we can do it just as easily. Yeah. And uh, as I pre-recorded yesterday, there were several takes that I had to get away from because I felt like I was wading into some of those waters <laughs> a bit yeah. too much. Yeah. And so we'll talk more when we come back. Ride that! Oh man, Huey Lewis and the news. That is an amazing song. Wow, that cassette uh, changed my life, and I think we've talked about it. On this this is show solid, solid times. Uh, you know, and, and one thing during all of this pandemic that has really made me feel better is the the Dave's number, musical selections. Well, Dave's They've musical selections obviously. They've been great. A close second though is Hollywood celebrities coming on oh, wow. doing selfie videos telling oh, wow. me it's okay to stay home. Yeah. I mean, you know, I thought about not staying home <laughs> and then when when celebrities come out and say it's okay listen i stay home i'm like oh man i really needed that there is some i have to like (laughs) i really do have to kind of discern through certain feelings because i'm going to tell you like you know um we we are um by by you know we're, we're fortunate okay and and so um we are not in a situation where you know, I'm having to hurry back and, 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 you know, put hours in in a, in a warehouse or a factory sure. in order to, to put food on the table. We've been able to, to, although it looks different, we've been able to keep things going. I've been able to maintain my job. Carrie's got some houses under contract. I mean, they're, they're, it's been fine for us. And I'm just going to tell you, like, I have, I have to, like, really discern through my own feelings. Like, if, am I, am I, what what is caution and what is I'm just really enjoying like <laughs> yeah. like a slowed pace and really enjoying uh hanging out with my family in my very like very like middle class um uh, home if I was a celebrity that I had you know like everything. like I, I, a, a fifteen thousand square foot home with three pools and a yeah. and everything else I'm like yeah. I'd be encouraging yeah. everyone to stay at home too. Yeah, I'd be you know? happy to stay at home. I'll stay you. at home for the next three years if you want. Yeah, it's to. it's always interesting to me that w- during election time, during pandemics, during any of this, that it's like the one of the, for some celebrities, it's like ah, I got to do a video. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got to do a video now. Needs is more of me right now. And and it's just a weird, a weird uh, <laughs> mindset. One thing I do before we finish up, I do want to mention. That this week, uh, we're having our virtual banquet at Hope Resource Center. Yes. And, and we're excited about that. Shoreline's a great partner of Hope. And, uh, you can watch the event, uh, April 30th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, investinghope.com backslash Hope Live. You can also watch it on our Facebook page, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, so tons of places to get it. And if you can't watch it live, we're going to archive it on our website and all those other places as well, and you can watch it. And it's a great way to partner with us because during this whole time, 
we haven't closed. We're gonna we're still right. serving those right. patients that are in need, and we we've implemented protocols and have a screening process in place uh, to make sure we're keeping everybody safe. Uh, but look, unplanned pregnancies are still happening. Uh, the abortion clinics are still open, and so we've been uh, serving throughout this time as well. So for me, I've been getting up and going to work every yep. day, um, and so my evenings have looked different. Uh, but but we want to make sure that that our patients are still going to be served and loved well uh, during this time. Yeah, I, I said I want to really make a strong plea to you guys today is that, you know, I, I would encourage you, please, 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 please um, jump on. And, uh, and it's, what, 45 minutes? Not even. Uh, it'd probably yeah. be 30 minutes. Yeah, probably. I yeah. mean, it, it is it is brief. But, man, I believe what you will see and the way that you'll hear the story of Hope Resource Center told will be really impactful to you. And, if you've been a person who has contributed financially in the past, please don't allow um, the circumstances and the fact that we can't get together and have a meal together to keep you from contributing. If you've never contributed, if you've never even looked into the Ministry of Hope Resource Center, this would be a great way. You know, it's hard sometimes for us to put down all the other activities we've got going. Seize the opportunity to jump online tomorrow night and do that. And I, I'm going to just say this as directly as I can. Listen. When you guys listen to this show, there are times that I understand you think anything that this guy leads can't be worthwhile. <laughs> However, Hope Resource Center is a remarkable, remarkable ministry that is impacting um, a lot of folks in our community and is embracing life and not just the life of, um, you know, an unborn child, but ultimately the life of um, that child, once it's brought into the world, sure. uh, the life of that mother, um, the life of uh, that father, if the father is in uh, the mm -hmm. equation, and not just for a short season, but really um, for, for the long haul. And so, friends, this is worth our attention. It's worth our resources. Again, give us the website yeah, and how they can investinghope.com backslash hope live. That's where you can watch it right there on our website, 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we also will have it on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and one thing that I do want to point out, too, for some of you, you're like, man, the last thing I want to do is go to a banquet dinner. Well, this is even better. You can pop popcorn. You can sit on the couch. I've even had people reach out and say, hey, we got our whole family ready to watch it. We're going to have popcorn. Uh, I was like, well, you probably need a box of tissues close by. Yeah. I don't know if popcorn is the, <laughs> the right meal for it. But, right. uh, but, but man, it, it's going to be a great night of celebration as we point people to Jesus while also understanding that we have a role to play in this community as we serve the moms and, and, and love on these babies. And we're doing that in so many ways. And you can, you can find out more uh, Thursday, April 30th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Investinghope.com backslash Hope Live. Uh, and then we'll talk to you next week. we got more to talk about. Uh, hopefully we're, we're even closer to the light at the end of the tunnel next week. I don't know, Jason. And maybe just maybe talking about something besides COVID-19. <laughs> uh, one day, one day. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>